Hey, hey you, yeah you, listening to the podcast right now, come here, come here, I gotta tell you something, just when you think you have all the answers, I changed the podcast, yes, that's right, welcome ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) <laughs> life's a botch, isn't it? I tell you, boy, am I on one today? Because I'm telling you, I'm feeling very charismatic more than usual, guys. I'm feeling uh rather shocking, you know, like I just made a surprising, unexpected, heard about and talked about return Even though I'm not working for a company, but I'm working for a company, it's very funny. See that insider preview of what's going on in today's show. That being said, what's going on, boys and girls? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy, Highlight Real, a.k.a. the Bodge King. Welcome to another episode of Life's a Botch. That being said... Wow. So this is a early episode. Uh, We had another bye week on last week, but to be completely honest, it was a bye week for a reason because that wrestling week was pretty much a bye week because there was nothing interesting to talk about. All of those shows were boring with the exception of, well, Wednesday nights. I mean, (laughs) you know, the only thing I can say Regarding last week, if you guys really want to know my thoughts on last week, uh, Chris Goat Jericho, man, it's all about the bubbly. And just the fact that that man was the ultimate troll, as he always is, can we just say this man is literally the greatest of all time? One of them, anyway. I mean, gosh, the man just turned 50 years old as of last week, guys. And the fact that this man was able to still put entertainment, pure comedy, in a mocked vignette that Cody did, mimicking everything that Cody made so serious, and taking it, making it look serious, and it was really just a complete joke. Man, only Jericho can do it, and only he could pull it off. Bravo, Jericho. Bravo, La Champion. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Now, that being said... Um, the only other thing that was entertaining to talk about with last week, uh, I mean, promos, man, promos, 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 Cody Rhodes, son of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, being able to cut a passionate promo that kept the wrestling universe rumbling, stuff like that tells me, ladies and gentlemen, That in my time of doing the podcasting, and it has been a very short time, but nonetheless, as you can hear by the sounds of my voice, by the animation, by the passion, by the charisma, you can tell. Hey, man, I do this a lot better in a few episodes than most of you guys do in a whole year's worth of work. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you cut a promo in like less than 30 seconds. Moving on. So, today is Friday. Normally, 
I would record these on Saturdays. However, schedule switched up just a little bit. But what I love about the fact that I did a show on tonight, SmackDown just got off the air, which gives me fresh material to talk to you guys about going into this wrestling week. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this thing, man. Won't even really jump into much wrestling news on this week right now, given the fact that it's been a long week for your boy, and I haven't been able to keep complete tabs into my wrestling news feeds this week in my rumor mills, but don't worry. Next episode, I'll be sure to get into that for y'all. For everybody who's big on the wrestling news and you're a news head, don't worry. I'll get back to that on you next week. Moving on. Monday Night Raw. Enough said. Monday Night Raw. Oh, wait. That's right. I'm sorry. Hold on. How can I put this? Ladies, there should be an unwritten rule here. When is it ever okay to fake a pregnancy to your husband, boyfriend, baby daddy who's not a baby daddy because you're not really pregnant, but you're leading them on? I don't know. Who gave WWE the memo to say that it's okay to tell these young girls out here, you know, hey, I'm having your baby, and you put this baby in me, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Next thing you know, <clears throat> all of a sudden, you lie about it five minutes later, and you're really not pregnant? What? Man, listen. Ladies, don't do it. Okay, don't do it because suddenly you're going to end up being the boy or in your case, the girl with the baby boy or the baby girl who cried wolf. And when you're really pregnant, then you're going to wonder, man, I really should have never done that. But nonetheless, hey, that's not a lady bashing moment. That's a WWE lady bashing moment. So to my real ladies who keep it real with their pregnancies. Shouts out to you. Nonetheless, <clears throat> yeah, nothing much more to talk about than Raw except for the fact that, once again, they take a storyline and they continue to bash it down your throat. But I give them credit on this, though. For you people who cried out and said you wanted the Attitude Era back badly as ever, one thing I give positive about that continuous storyline between Bobby Lashley, Lana, and her husband, Rusev, is the fact that, hey, what you see there is what you saw all the time in the Attitude Era. That was one of the greatest eras ever, right? You saw stuff like that all the time. The problem is, in 2019, wrestling fans are a whole lot different. The wrestling scene is a whole lot different. Storylines are even a little more different if they still do those type of things now. Either way you put it, hey, don't complain too much about what you saw in that segment. Yes, Lana... Acting was kind of bad, but maybe because you are an actress for real, you purposely made it seem bad. I don't know. However, yeah, uh, somebody, anybody, go into Vince's production truck, take a bow and arrow, shoot it, and just be like, you have failed this industry you know 
Give a green arrow response, why don't you? Matter of fact, call Stephen Amell. Have him be the green arrow and just literally shoot Vince with an arrow. He doesn't have to kill him, guys. Just, you know, shoot him with an arrow. Tell him he's failed this industry. He's failed these cities. However you want to put it. And just let him know, hey, man, we ain't doing that no more, okay? Go ahead and kill this. Kill the storyline. Moving on to the next show. Let me just shout out Tuesday nights and the fact that NWA Power is such an amazing show to watch. Man, they are six episodes in, and I'm here to let you guys know that if you have never checked out NWA Power, I highly, highly suggest that you do. If you are a fan of the throwback style of WWE, WCW, you know, the throwback 80s wrestling you definitely want to watch NWA Power. They have literally given you a nice blend of what throwback wrestling is, studio wrestling, and a modern-day feel of today's pro wrestling. It's a nice mix. You got a roster full of people that you may remember from past, present, and even future. It's a nice blend. I say they're winning out of all of these promotions. That even includes AEW. I mean, I feel like they're winning because of the fact that these guys are putting on a show. And girls, because they have really low-key an amazing women's division, too, even in what they're building right now. So, I just wanted to give a quick throwback shout-out to the throwback company known as NWA and how awesome those promos are in the studios. And so uh, check that out. All you have to do is go on uh, Facebook Live or go on uh, YouTube and just look up NWA Power. Check those episodes out. Moving on to Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, there's been a war going on, as I mentioned in the last episode. We have a lot of invasion angles going on right about now. Everywhere you turn around, we've got NXT invading SmackDown. We've got NXT invading Monday Night Raw. And yet, when we get to NXT, you think we're going to see a little bit of both brands coming at the NXT brand. And no. You do not see such a thing because all of a sudden, just when you would think a horde of people from SmackDown or a horde of people from Raw are going to come show up on NXT and wreak havoc the way, you know, they've been wreaking havoc on them, you would think they'd retaliate. Now, my sources tell me inside my senses, they're saying the way this, you know, scale has been tipping right now, NXT's been getting the best of the main roster right now, both Raw and SmackDown. They've looked the strongest, and it makes me wonder, could they possibly be buried come Survivor Series, which is coming up next week, I believe? So it leads you to wonder, what's going to happen if we see all the adored NXT talent we love so, so much 
all lose their respective matches to either Raw or SmackDown. Seeing as how they've dominated this whole invasion angle. Really think about that. Vince is very known for wanting to piss off you hardcore WWE fans or you hardcore indie fans or you ICW fans or I'm sorry, IWC fans. There's your first botch of the day, people. Nonetheless, it's going to be very interesting to see how this turns out. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we see some NXT talent go over, but who knows? One thing's for sure. This has been a very up and down roller coaster of things. I mean, they've gone up, they've gone down, they've gone up, and they've gone down. Even with NXT stars, Raw has found a way to still be such a horrible show. Just just downright horrible. No matter how much of a chance you give the show, three hours still manages to just be completely boring. I mean, I was willing to wait at Popeye's for God knows how long for two chicken sandwiches and be okay with Mr. Raw and I got back in the last hour and I saw everything everything I needed to see. And I was like, wow, man, I stood in the Popeye's line for this long, still caught Monday Night Raw in its final hour and it didn't feel like I missed a thing. Go figure. Story of the life. Smackdown, two hours. Caught what I needed to catch of that. And well, yeah, same diff. Nothing. Didn't miss nothing. However, when it comes to AEW, when it comes to NXT, the best things that you'll see on Wednesday nights for pro wrestling, you got to tune in. It's always a must-watch for both shows. That being said, let's talk a little bit about what happened in that uh, series of battle between the two shows on Wednesday night. Now, let's just say the women of NXT had a killer, 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 killer night that night. We witnessed two, not one, but two women in pro wrestling get bloody noses live in their matches. Something that has never been seen before, unless it's in the indies maybe, but on mainstream global wrestling TV, we have never seen... Think about the history of women in WWE from sex appeal to now being practically the best part of the show now, if not the best. The women of WWE right now are doing all kind of things that the men do. And there was a time I used to always wonder how come the women don't do what the men do with these ladder matches. When I used to see Lita jumping off of a ladder or getting speared through a table, it always made me wonder, hey, why don't we see the women taking more of these at that time? Seemed unreal. Sex appeal, you know? They didn't want that to kind of mess with the women's toughness or whatever, right? Yet, it was at a time where women also sometimes got beat up by the men here and there every now and then, right? Attitude error, gotta love it. Present day, here we are, and we see the women looking stronger than ever. So, going back to NXT, 
you saw Aaliyah go against Zia Lee. Zia Lee is a green, still green, you know, she's still learning, but she's a Chinese women's wrestler, and she basically, you know, had a match with Aaliyah, who was a, uh, who's green in her own right, but she's been around for a long time. If you want to learn about Aaliyah, if you have the WWE Network, I suggest you go check out a show by the name of Breaking Ground. If you haven't seen the show, you'll learn a lot about Aaliyah. But if you do remember that show, you'll see that a lot of fans really root for Aaliyah. They hope that she can finally get out of that NXT hole and just, you know, find her way on a Raw or a SmackDown. I don't know why she's not on either one of those shows yet. Totally beautiful, great shape, and she's not bad in the ring. She can be better, but she's not bad. That being said, she had a match with Xia Lee. Xia Lee picks up the win, hit her with a mean roundhouse kick towards the end for the win, and it was just in that moment that as that happened, next thing you know, you see trainers in the ring, you see them with towels, you see them with gloves, and you already know what that meant. Poor girl bleeding from the nose, indicates that she probably had a broken nose. Who knows? But that's going to be interesting to see if she's going to kayfabe that and play off of that and make it a gimmick, or if that's just one of those things where she's out of commission for a minute and you just got to pray for her and say, hopefully you recover from that because it ain't ballet, people. It ain't ballet. Now, Fast forward to the main event in NXT, and you had a women's ladder match between Iyu Shirai and my favorite Blazing Batty, the HBIC, Mia Yim. And so there was a spot. I'm just going to go fast forward through the match. Great match, phenomenal match between both women, nice and physical. But the spot that stuck out to me in that match was the fact that, okay, so Mia Yim has the ladder in her hands sideways, horizontally, and Eve Shirai does a springboard drop kick onto, literally, as Miriam has the ladder in front of her face, that springboard drop kick that Eve Shirai does to her, I mean, I can't even explain it, guys. It just, it. let's put it this way. You know how normally in a ladder match you hear the impact of a ladder and you're like, ooh, ouch. I felt that. Well, let's just say, imagine a ladder being kicked in your face and then imagine the way you take it and it literally just completely directly hits you in your nose. Yeah, that was me and Yim, folks. And man, I ain't gonna lie. I thought they were gonna stop that match at that point because the way she took that, homie, no lie. I was like, oh my goodness, is my girl all right? Because, man, sheesh, that was probably the ugliest, meanest springboard dropkick with a ladder spot I have ever seen. You guys have to look that up. Check it out. Great stuff. Overall, very good match. Now, here's my beef, though. It seems like NXT is doing a little bit of double promoting, albeit... It's a great show, as we know, because of Triple H's influence. But what I find very interesting and funny here is the fact that we have NXT promoting war games where you got Team 
this team against that team, yet we're in the middle of Survivor Series, which is the same weekend of War Games, where you've got Team SmackDown against Team Raw against Team NXT. Then you have triple threat matches with all the champions from each brand going against each other to see who's the superior brand. While all of that's going on, I can't tell which one's being promoted half the time. Is War Games being promoted? Is Survivor Series being promoted? Are they both being promoted? You're seeing some of the same faces and you're like, okay, but now I'm getting confused. So for instance, let's fast forward to SmackDown recently on today's show. So the main event was, or I guess the semi-main event, if you will, was pretty much where you had basically a brawl between Bayley, the SmackDown Women's Champion, and Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion. As I mentioned earlier, how champions are going against champions at Survivor Series. Well, you have Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Title Champion, going against Shayna Baszler, NXT Women's Champion, going against Bayley, new look Bayley, by the way, the SmackDown Women's Champion. So, as they're facing each other, honestly, out of all of these feuds with the cross brands, theirs is the best because you've seen interaction between all three. You've seen Shayna Baszler fire the first shot, attack Bayley. She didn't attack Becky, but she had a nice, awesome face-to-face conversation with Becky. Actually, they haven't even physically connected one bit since this thing started, which I find very intriguing. Uh, Great job on that, actually, because it kind of just... All the physical interaction has been between Shayna Baszler and Bayley more so than Becky and Baszler. But recently on this past Monday Night Raw, we saw... Bailey say, okay, you know what? Screw you, Shayna, because you keep attacking me from behind. I'm going to blindside you. She attacks her. Then she attacks Becky. And in that moment is where I said genius. Because now it's not just NXT versus both brands. Now you're seeing an actual cross thing. Because I, I feel like in this Survivor Series thing, I like where they're going with this, but what's interesting is for the past couple of years, it was always Raw versus SmackDown. NXT was just kind of under the woodworks. Now that NXT is a commercial brand and all, they're inserting them as the new kids on the block, making names for themselves, doing what they have to do. We know how that goes. And yet, somehow, someway, NXT is so busy invading both of these brands that those brands aren't invading each other. So why and how does they fit into this with the whole brand versus brand versus brand thing? I mean, that's where it's just like, okay, this is a little too much, but I get it and I like it. A lot of people don't like the idea of a 5-1-5-1-5 match at Survivor Series between the women of SmackDown, the women of Raw, the women of NXT, as well as the men of Raw, the men of SmackDown, and the men of NXT. Many people don't like that whole five versus five thing because they feel like it's just too much of a cluster inside of that ring with all of those people on the apron. And that may be true. 
But I've always kind of liked Survivor Series, and I, I mean, I, I'm willing to give this a chance as far as how they're going to do this. It might actually entertain you guys. You'd be surprised. That being said, though, my main beef is the fact that mm, somehow, some way, SmackDown and Raw seem lost in the sauce because they haven't really done much fighting amongst each other. They've kind of just been battling NXT. And it is what it is on that. But, hey, it's okay because the battle lines are now drawn and we are going to see what happens come Sunday at Survivor Series. <laughs> now, that being said, um, people, I guess I can give predictions, but you know what? That'll probably just be the next episode. We'll do a prediction show on the next episode. And I'm going to give you guys my takes on what I feel like. I'm going to give you my, um, my distinct wrestling. I'm going to give you my wrestling predictions and let you guys know from a wrestling nerd's perspective what I think of those matches. Yeah, see, I can't even talk like that for too long because it's annoying me. I know, I know. But again, maybe you're listening to me right now because you're saying to yourself, I have nothing else better to listen to, so I'm going to listen to this guy. Or maybe you're saying, this guy is so entertaining and charismatic that you know what? I actually enjoy listening to him. He makes me laugh. He makes me feel so good. Maybe you're saying, you know what, I just stumbled across this for the first time because it was recommended in my recommendation list. And you know what, it's the best thing I've ever done or the worst thing I've ever done. I don't know, you know, either or. That's what's the beauty of podcasting, people. You never know what you're going to get with each episode. That being said, I'm not going to lie. As far as this whole wrestling week is concerned... To sum it all up in a nutshell, that's kind of how things went. But I can't forget about AEW. Oh, no, 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 no. AEW, you are not left out, my friend. Now you, let's just say, still winning the ratings war between them and NXT. Even with the invasion angle, NXT is still not doing as well as you would think they would be doing rating-wise. So even when you bring some main roster people there, they still managed to fail to AEW. Now, there was an interesting, interesting opinion I heard about AEW and how they are doing exactly what Vince McMahon does right now, formula-wise, and yet they just have a different face attached to it. Fans are praising that and yet crapping on what Vince does. They like what they see in AEW because Vince isn't behind it. Now, that was an interesting theory that was brought upon to my attention because it made me say, is that really the case? Are we prisoners of the moment? Are we wrestling sheep? Are we wrestling hypocrites? <laughs> oh, are we? I don't know. That's one of those things. You have to look in the mirror, have that confession moment, that come to Jesus moment, 
and you say to yourself, am I? Am I? Art thou a hypocrite of professional wrestling? Do I hate and disdain Vince Kennedy McMahon that much that if someone over here is doing the exact same thing he's doing but in a better fashion and he isn't over it, do I really like it that much more? Well, if the answers to those questions are yes, 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 and heck yes, then my friend, I hate to tell you, first stage is denial, but yeah, you are a hypocrite. And it is what it is, man. I get the feeling. Heck, I feel hypocritical sometimes with my own opinions. But that's neither here nor there. It's a judgment-free zone, people. Just take what you can, suck it in, and just love what you see. Love wrestling. You love wrestling, right? Watch it. Appreciate it for what it tries to give you. When it sucks, it sucks. When it's great, it's great. No matter of who runs what show and all of that good stuff. Now, AEW, as I said, with you, still got to get better on that sound, guys. That music, not cutting it, man. I'm not feeling it yet. Gosh, man. I don't know when they're going to get to that point. It really feels like an indie show. But I like it. I love AEW. It's a very, very, very good show. It's just there's things that are still missing. Their biggest weak point is that women's division. However, shout out to Awesome Kong. You guys may know her in Glow. And, well, she's definitely making it. But I can tell you, honestly, the real winner of the ratings war this week Goes to Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. You didn't expect me to say that one, did you? Yeah, I know. I didn't expect it either. But, hey, man, Disney Plus took over the world this week. So when it comes to the world of wrestling, people were so caught up on Disney Plus. Did they really notice or pay much attention to what's going on? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, man, add another network to the list. Disney Plus is coming for the WWE Network. Watch out now. Oh, Vince, you're going to get in a fuss. Oh, he's going to compete. He's feeling a war coming on in the stream world. All right, Vince, don't break a leg. Matter of fact, don't cramp yourself, all right? You ain't beating Disney, all right? So let that go. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, Y'all, I'm a little all over the place with this today. But I like it because it's a different format today than usual. It's a solo dolo show, and I kind of like going a little bit of everywhere. No organized notes on the day. No particular segments on the day. Just a nice little vent session. You get it? Yeah, and I'm feeling it, though. But that's the beauty of Life's a Botch, man. I want you guys to keep tuning in. I want you to interact. And we're going to ask some questions. And I want you all to give some answers. You know what I mean? I love that. As a matter of fact, when I think about it, you know, I did a nice little segment today, guys. Um, not on today, but I'm going to actually pull up some interaction that I had on the uh, Life's a Botch podcast. And I'm going to do it on the Facebook group because it was very, very intriguing to see and hear a lot of the answers. So if you're listening and you've uh, been a part of the Life's a Botch group on Facebook, be sure you join it. 
as well as the On the Sidelines group as well, because there's a lot of dope stuff that goes on in that group page as well. Shout out to the family if they're listening. Now, okay, so I had a question of the day, and this was on November 11th. And I said, question of the day, Botchamaniacs, what's your favorite wrestling rivalry of all time? So shout out to Benny L. Cooper. He said, top five, Rock versus Austin. Amazing feud. One of the greatest of all time. John Cena versus Edge. Yet another great feud that was great for its time. John Cena versus Randy Orton. How about that? Those guys definitely had a lot of battles. D-Generation X versus the McMahons. Both old and new. Not bad, right? And my personal favorite, The Rock versus... The Hurricane. You guessed it, folks. The Hurricane. Ah, who couldn't forget those endless Scorpion King sucks. Hurricane can kick the Scorpion King's butt promos and all kind of back and forth between those two. It was amazing, guys. Quite amazing. Now, that being said, let's move on to my boy Daryl Yam. And he said, Rock versus Austin. Austin versus McMahon. HBK versus The Undertaker, and the WCW versus the NWO. Now, because that's my oos with the juice, I got to say, that was a dope one, but I had to let them know and remind them, hey, you can't forget about the Usos versus the New Day because that was also a great rivalry in its own right. That being said, let's move on to the next uh, question that I asked later on in the week. Shout out to the Jobateers podcast group. Shout out to the Jobateers. Shout out to pretty much how lit they had this post, man. I mean, I felt pretty accomplished in this, man. Like, I was literally just like, hey, guys, what is your favorite wrestling theme? And, man, when I say guys, they were all over the place. I don't even know if I could read all of these to you guys because it was just darn near like... 40 plus responses to this. I was just like, okay, we got some real theme lovers. And Jordan Miles, I'm going to get to you in just a sec, buddy. So don't you worry. You're going to be in my two-minute promo, my friend. But nonetheless, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, Yeah, okay. We might end up skipping that right now because it's just so far down the feed. I don't want to keep you guys waiting. But it is what it is. I can just say honorable mentions, man. We had... Pretty much all of Edge's themes. We had Kane's slow chemical theme. We had The Rock, Stone Cold, Degeneration X, and so, so many more. Those were just to name a few. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, so many iconic wrestling themes. So shout out to those people who love their fair share of a wrestling theme. Now, the biggest news that I forgot to mention for you guys, as you heard in my intro here, Can't forget about WWE backstage and the fact that Tuesday nights officially just became completely, how do I put it, punk worthy. Yes, CM Punk is back, sort of. CM Punk is now officially making that Fox money, baby, as he is now a new 
member of the cast for WWE Backstage with Renee Young, Booker T, and Paige, and now CM Punk. CM Punk literally ended the show, and he said, just when you think you have all the answers, I changed the culture. And that, my friends, was a wrap on that show. Cut off instantly. Shout out to Fox. They left you with a real cliffhanger because he said tune in next week. And I bet you the ratings are going to go skyrocket now because wrestling fans got the word out and they know CM Punk is on this show now. He is technically, possibly, maybe even back in WWE at this point. We don't really know that. But again, wrestling nerds. All across the land, we know that he sold out because he talked about WWE so badly, and now he wants to come work for Fox, and now, in working for Fox, he's talking WWE, the very company he worked for and hated and turned his back on. And now he's going to be back wrestling for WWE. He should have went to AEW. And you're like, okay, I get it. All right. You're in your feels. You feel how you feel. If you feel like CM Punk's a sellout, that's your call. If you feel like, hey, he just had a prodigal son moment. He's back where he belongs. Or maybe you're just the in-between guy and you say, you know what, look, Fox offers you money, you don't turn that down. You do it, okay? And you live with it. Say what you want to say, feel how you want to feel. CM Punk, regardless of whatever format you want to call this, welcome back, man. It's good to see you, and I can't wait to see what a voice like yours, the voice of the voiceless, if I might add, brings to the table of the WWE backstage segment. Boy, I can't wait to see a celebrity guest do a promo against him and how he retaliates to that one. Because, boy, that's must-see TV. No offense, Miz. Sorry. All right. That being said, I think I really kind of covered everything I wanted to really cover off the top of the dome on today. No particular show notes. We'll call it a freestyle show. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was, but it was a great show in a way. So I'm going to kind of end it with the segment of segments, which is kind of your favorite part. It's definitely one of my favorite parts. That nice two-minute promo. So, guys and girls, strap your seats, put on your favorite listening ears, and get ready because the two-minute promo starts right now you know I'm a proud black man I know all about culture I totally do it for the culture and I love every bit of who I am and what I stand for now a couple of episodes ago you guys heard me address a serious matter regarding this man Regarding this man named Jordan Miles. I'm sorry. That's right. You don't want anybody to call you by that slave name. Mr. ACH. Now, this is no shot at you because I love who you are. 
I love your talent. I love that you are one of the best in the business right now to do it. But what I can't stand right now is the fact that when they say that one bad apple ruins it for the rest, I low-key think it's, it's kind of headed your way, bro. Because I'm starting to feel a lot of the rottenness coming from the apple that you have within you, bro. See, let me back up on what I'm trying to say about this. You see, I understand that there are things beyond our control. I get that there are things that we may not see behind closed doors that other people see. And I get that people put on their fancy little suits, make their fancy decisions on the boards, and they come to you and say, hey, it's all right. Go ahead and wear that. Hey, it's all right. Go ahead and go by that name. Go, yeah, no, it's all right. Look, calm down. We're going to keep you off of TV for just a little bit. And then we're going to bring you back. And we're going to refresh you like this never happened. We're going to let all this die down. I get it. You feel suppressed. You feel angry, frustrated, upset. But what I have an issue with is the fact that, once again, that race card is pulled so many times more than often. Am I an Uncle Tom? Not by a long shot. Is anyone an Uncle Tom? That depends on what that definition is nowadays because it seems to get tossed and thrown around so easily. But there's a difference, my friend. You see, I get it. You hate this company. You hate the fact that this name they give you and put on you is considered a slave name. And I don't doubt you on that. The way you feel is totally understandable. But what you got to understand, my friend, is that there are certain times and certain places for the way that you should voice your opinions. You are heard very much so. But here's one thing about a voice and when you get heard, playboy. Sometimes with that voice and sometimes when you scream it loud enough for people to hear. When the right people hear it. As they say, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you speak into existence. Because as you speak these things, all of a sudden, things come crumbling down slowly. And the things that you thought were what your mind said ain't really there. And next thing you know, you look around and there's nothing left. And when there's nothing left, what are you going to do? Are you still going to stand firm and say you got this voice? Or deep down inside, is there a part of you that's going to realize I got some growth in me to do? Because I don't see where I won in this situation. You get to keep your name. You get to market your name that you truly are because we know that's who you are, Mr. ACH. That is you. Regardless of a name that was put upon you, we know those who truly love and follow you, we know who you are. But in this moment, I really don't know who you are 
when you come in the way that you coming. But I hope you, I wish you well. Because in that moment of how you feeling right now, it's a long, cold road. Hope you got your jacket ready to keep you warm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the two-minute promo. That being said, this your boy, Highlight Real, a.k.a. The Botch King. That does it for this edition of the Life's a Botch podcast. Hope you enjoyed the freestyle show. And uh, make sure you are following us at Life's a Botch on Instagram. Life's a Botch podcast on Facebook. And the Life's a Botch group on Facebook as well. And uh, YouTube content coming very, 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 very soon. Be on the lookout for that. Those segments that you love so much, such as Babyface or Heel. Two-minute promos. And nice little comedy wrestling skits. All of that coming to the YouTube real soon. Shout out to On The Sidelines for always broadcasting so beautifully and allowing this voice to be heard, animated, and charismatic. That being said, I thank you guys for listening. And until the next time, y'all be good now. <laughs>